0: How many know life isn't always easy? Yeah, I thought y'all would wake up on that one. Because it's the truth, isn't it? You know? And uh, there's there's things that we look forward to in life. And there's things that we pray we never have to deal with. Amen? That's just the truth of it. But there's always... Everybody at some point in our life, you know, there, there's hurt we deal with sometime or another. Maybe it's sickness, death of a loved one, lost job. You know, maybe wounded by friendly fire. Whatever. I don't care what it is. You name it or what, what do you... Call it, or you can ask somebody about it. They've been through it. Somebody in here has has dealt with some type of hurt. Amen? Safe to say, you know? Sometimes we're walking through it right now. And so this week, what the Lord was showing me, you know, is that, you know, what do we do when the hurt hits? You know? What do we do when the storm comes? Amen? Well, you know what? I I believe the Lord's going to walk us through a few things today to show us how to shim up our spirit and our, our faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen? So with that being said, I, I want to promise you something here. Um, this is going to be an me- encouraging message. Amen. It might not start out that way, but you know, we got to start where we are sometimes. Amen. You know, that's a great thing about God. How many know he will start right where you are? Amen. Come on now. That's a good place to say amen. I mean, he will start right where you are. Aren't you glad he loves you so much that he'll start right where you are, but he won't leave you there. See, that's the great thing. He won't leave you there. I want you to hear that today. Somebody needs to hear that. Oh, I think it's me. Is it you? I think it's all of us, right? He won't leave you there. So I want to kind of identify a few things that, uh, you know, the Lord just showed me maybe three components of, of what really makes all this difference come together when we walk through these difficulties. And, and so, you know, I, I know that, you know, the guys in the Bible and the gals in the Bible, they went through some tough times. We talked about that. You know, Paul, David, most anybody you could think of in the Bible had a had a tough day every now and then, didn't they? See, a lot of times we think we get saved and everything's just going to be perfect. You know? Man, like it's, it's just, you know And, and don't think I'm, I'm uh, detuning the gospel I'm telling you the gospel It's all about Jesus Christ amen, And there's good in it But sometimes it's our view Of where we're going through the problem And that's what we're going to talk about here But what I want you to See, this is, this is one of the things I think that really um, Hinder people coming to Christ We get saved We're excited about what's going on And, and we tell them about Jesus and stuff And, and we're almost suddenly Man, everything's going to be great in your life As long as you live Well, You know what? It is going to be great because we have a personal relationship with Christ. That he's never going to leave us and forsake us, right? And that we have a place in heaven. And God wants to grow us and walk in that relationship. But you still go through some tough times and some testing, amen? There's little speed bumps in the road sometimes, right? And usually that's what draws us closer to God if we're honest about it. You know, we'd like to get on that path, man, with new pavement and just walk. Everything's lovey-dovey and all that stuff. But I want to tell you what. Our view has a whole... That's the whole background of what we're talking about, amen? So I want to keep on rolling with that. I want to go ahead and break out. To, if you've got your Bible, it's going to be in Psalm 91. And many know that as a psalm of protection. And I'm going to be kind of working through those first two verses. And I want to kind of just walk through that a little bit, okay? And it says, Those who live in the shelter of the Most High will find rest in the shadow of the Almighty. This I declare about the Lord. He alone is my refuge, my place of safety. He is my God." And I will trust him. So, you know, when we look at this, the psalmist takes this whole thing and gives us an inside look at his heart. It wasn't saying, man, everything's great. You know, sometimes, sometimes, anybody gets scared sometimes? Anybody has fear in their life a little bit sometimes? Let's be honest, right? But see, as we build that faith, it'll chase away that fear. As we focus on Christ and what he's done, it'll push that out. Amen? Right? I just want you to hear that. I just want you to hear that today. So when we look at what the psalmist writes here, he makes a declaration of the goodness of God, of his faith in his God. He made it more about the Lord than he did about his hurt. Amen. Oh, that's a good place to write that down. He made it more about the Lord than he did about his hurt. That sometimes is very difficult. I'm not discounting anybody's hurt by no means, but I'm gonna, I believe that God has given us uh, an outline how to walk through this thing. that We come out victorious. Because you know what? When God's lifted up, he's going to draw us to Him. That's a great place to be, amen? It's always good to be in the presence of the Lord, amen? It's always good to be tucked up under that wing, amen? That protected place, that great place of God, amen? So when we look at that, I, I want to take a look back at the scripture again. Those who live in the shelter of the Most High will find rest in the shadow of the Almighty. And I started breaking that down. I said, you know, the psalmist wasn't talking about just passing through. See, a lot of times we just pass through church. We just, well, you know, you know, that I'm not going to step on too many toes or anything. I'm glad you're here and I'm glad you can make it. I know sometimes we can't make it and everything else. I'm telling you this because it's for you. Okay. It's for you. It's for us. We have the privilege of coming to, to learn more about God, to praise God, to hear what God has for us. Right. So don't, you know, don't, don't skip that meal. You see what I'm saying? And I'm also going to tell you, eat every day. So take your Bibles and open it. Do a devotion. Spend some time in it. You know. Grow in the Lord You know we've been meeting together for quite a while now And guess what it's time to come off that milk and onto the meat Right it's time to get rolling there Because God has opportunities all the time And he wants to build us strong So when the hurt hits guess what We make it We hold on to him Because those seeds of faith have already been placed in our heart And took foothold right So when these storms come in we go wait a minute I'm not going to buy that lie I know what God said He loves me just the way I am You know So that's what I'm talking about today. So as we look at this, again, it's not a casual relationship. It's not like, yeah, Yeah, see, I said many times we need to be students of the Bible. What does that mean? You mean Buddy wants us to be a Bible scholar? Buddy wants you to open that Bible up just like I do, and I I love to do, and I need to do even more, okay? Always sound preacher to me first. Because that is the whole deal. That's his love letter to each of us. So when things come up, you can go back and get God's word on it. Amen? And you say, well, I, I, it doesn't always make sense to me. It doesn't always, you know, there's a lot of stuff that I don't always understand. But I tell you what, as I spend time with God, he has a way of nurturing that or put people in my life to help explain that. Or better yet, the Holy Spirit will teach us that. Right? He'll guide us. He'll teach. And he'll bring things back to your memory. You know, i, I mentioned this before when I first got saved. I, man, I, I said, man, I know i got to have a good foundation. I didn't know a whole lot about studying the Bible or anything else, but I knew about working out. I knew about what it took to have a good baseball team. I knew what it took to play guitar and have a band. I understood those things. So I said, okay, you can't get better in the band if you don't practice. You can't, if, if you've got to know what's going on, you got to, you know, this many times. Okay, first, I don't read music. Everything we do, i got to memorize. So every now and then when I sing the same verse, just love me through it. You know? But, but there's time. You put time and you invest in that. And I always say, and even time you sometimes when we're talking about stuff, I said, I can't trust my head. I got to go with my hand. I'm going to tell you this what I mean by that is my muscle memory will play the right chord, but my brain will say, no, it's a D. And I said, no, it's a C. And I'm going up there and I'm going, ugh. Oh. But if I rely on that, the thing that I've done in competitive motion, the things that sunk into my spirit, you see where I'm going with this? It's not always what's in your head, it's what's in your heart. And Holy Spirit will grab it. You think about the things you do so many times, you don't even think about it. Because it's second nature. I'm telling you, in our relationship with God, it ought to become second nature when we need to pray. You know? How many times does this happen? Something comes up, boom! You try to fix it. You try to do that. But sometimes something comes up so big, and you just go, God, help me. You know what I mean? That's what I'm going to talk about here. Those god help me moments. When, when it really, when the hurt really hits, the things that we go, oh my gosh, I can't believe it. And, it, and usually it's one phone call away. You know, something like that. Or you said, you thought you said this was going to be encouraging. It is. It's going to be encouraging. I'm just hitting you with the real facts, amen? I'm just hitting you with things that we really deal with. A lot of times we just go, well, we're going go to church, we're just going to talk about all the nice things and all the good things. What about, what about... You know the bankruptcy? What about the broken marriage? What about the kids? What about the work? Oh, we're talking about real life, right? So we're going to take the real truth and let it invade our hearts so that we can make a difference in real life situations. Amen? That's what God's all about. He's about transforming us into the image of who? His dear son. Let's take a look. Everybody doing good? What happens when the hit hurts? I'm going to break it down a little bit. Promise it's going to be good. It's going to start out a little bit making us really think. But God's going to plant in us what we need for today. Amen? Here we go. First thing that happens when, when, when the hurt hits. Desperation. Help me. Amen? Click it there. What happens first? I said desperation. Yes, that overwhelming fear. No, oh, help me. What am I going to do? We might even go into denial. This is not happening. What, what's going on here? And we, and we try to just find out what's happening in the situation. You know, sometimes people just go, you go, are you all right? And you're just going... I'm just, trying to, I'm just trying to sort this out. That's what I'm talking about today. When you're just overwhelmed, man. And you go, what in the world is going on? But this is the thing we can always run to God. Things change. People change. God never changes. You got that? God never changes. He is the rock. We're going to talk more about that. Let's keep on going. I hit on this a little bit. I said how we view the hurt makes a difference, doesn't it? Think about that. You see, some folks take things in stride and other folks just come unglued. I mean, desperation, man, we're overwhelmed, we're helpless, but the saving grace is knowing God is the one we can always run to. God is always the one that we can run to. Now, we know that right here, right? But sometimes it doesn't sink all the way down to here. And I pray today that today's message sinks deep into your heart, into your spirit, because you say, man, I don't know what you're going to walk through this week. I don't even know what's going to happen at the end of the day, but I know that God is good. And when you tell somebody that and they're in this place of desperation, they're going, what are you talking about? But if you already planted the seeds of knowing who he is, then when the storm comes up, it sure takes a lot of the wave down, doesn't it? It, it? It sure helps steady the rudder. Keep the boat afloat, amen? I'm not minimizing anyone's hurt. I say that all the time. But I'll tell you what, I will lift my hand, shout my voice about the goodness of God, amen? That's what I want you to see today. Let's keep on going. As I was studying this week, the Lord really brought me to this, this situation here. Is it a problem or is it a challenge? I even look the words up, they're very similar, you know? But a lot of it's about our view, Amen. I said I want us to think about this for a minute What's the difference between the two It's a real fine line I said But I believe when we look at a problem From the bigger picture approach We begin to see it as a challenge Amen What does the challenge do It brings faith It strengthens us And it molds us and cultivates compassion Even as we're going through You know It inspires others Man it's just amazing how that works Anybody see somebody walk through something and go, man, I just don't know how they're walking through that. I'm going to get a drink and I'm going to tell you a little story, all right? The last six months at work, had a brother of mine go through some, some cancer treatments and things like that. We used to have a Bible study at work, um, prayer meeting and stuff. And, you know, people move and things back off and we haven't done that for a while. But I, I always admired this man's faith. I always admired him speaking into the situation, right? Not a real guy that's going to, a real big guy that's going to beat you in the Bible. Just going to kind of love you, tell you what he believes, right? And he came in one day and he said, guys, man, we were in the middle of a meeting. He let everybody say everything he had to say. All the business was done. He said, I just want to take a minute of time. He says, uh, I got the reports back on, on the doctor's report and I've got colon cancer. And I'm going to beat that. Appreciate your prayers. And we're going to walk through the same. Never even, never even, that was it. He goes through, his treatments. He's got a bag on his side. He's working every day. He's working every day. He's pulling cables. He's doing stuff. He's losing weight. Sarah coming out. He's working and pulling them every day. Inspiration. I get in the morning. I say, hey, brother, what's going on? He says, I'm hanging in, buddy. I said, before you do anything else, I said, we're going to pray over you. Me and, my, me and my desk mate over here. I said, come on. We gonna lay hands and pray over this. I so man, Lord, you just continue to heal this brother right now. Lord, I thank you for the inspiration that, that he is to others. Lord, I pray you raise him up. A couple more months go by. He has that surgery. has that portion of, of his insides removed and all that. And he misses a little bit of time. And he's back at work. He's back at work. And now everybody, after they do their meeting, our Monday meeting, they want to go. So how you doing? You know, how are you doing? Encouraging it, man. Let's go. Let's go. You're not in this by yourself. Even the guys that're not really plugged in, they go, "Hey, have you heard from Mark?" Hey, uh, they're writing emails to him when he's out. You see how that sparks that in other people? You see how that they see how he's dealing with this thing, and they go, "Wow." See that problem versus challenge? He viewed it as a challenge, and he stepped up to the plate and he gave God all the glory. You know what? About a month ago, he came in the same way. And after the meeting, he said, hey, I just want to let everybody know. And we go, yeah. He goes, I'm oh, cancer free. Praise God. Give God a hand clap. But, but this is what I want you to see on here. He used it as a challenge. He used it as a platform. Was it easy? I'm sure it wasn't. I'm sure it wasn't. But you know what? He never backed off from what he believed. And he always praised the Lord. How you been doing? Man, I've been kind of sick and it's been kind of tough. I've been out about three, four days, but you know, praise God, man, I'm back today. You see that? Man, I want to hang out with that guy. You know what I mean? When people are walking in that faith, that's what, you know, I, I want to be around that. Build ourselves up, man. In the Lord, encourage one another. But what do you think when he has guys sending him the emails and he say, everybody else, we stop before we get ready to start working. Everybody come down, we lay hands and we pray on that guy. In my place that I work at, it's probably just like yours. Everybody don't believe like you believe. Guess what? It never slowed me down. We had people from other countries and everything like that. We had a cookout one time. And, and, and everybody's kind of like this because they know I'm going to pray. Right? And they go, well, they might not believe what you believe. I said, that's all right. I probably don't believe what they believe. But I'm going to share what I believe. I don't grab anybody like I said, man, we're going to bless this food. And they go, why are you going to bless the food? I said, you know who cooked it, don't you? One of the guys, said, you better represent food, right? Sometimes it's anything you can just get the guard down a little bit. And still, still, don't lose who you are at the workplace. Represent Christ at the workplace, in the mall, wherever you are. I'm not saying you've got to swing down on a vine and beat somebody with a Bible. I'm not talking about that. But I'm saying, you know what? Plug in, even in those desperation times, all right? And keep going with what God says. Because I'm telling you, somebody's watching. And you're going to encourage somebody somewhere, amen? And you're going to say, man, you know what? They're going to seek you out when something's wrong. I've had people tease me or whatever, you know, about what I believe and everything else. But when the layoff slips come, they come to find me. And now you know your flesh wants to go, oh, you want me to pray for you now? Well, they don't know I've been praying for them before. And I didn't let the flesh get in the way. I said, Absolutely. Absolutely. Let's pray. Absolutely. Because those little seeds that you throw out don't always pop up overnight. Amen. And God's the one that's going to bring them in. It's all about Him. God gets the glory. Amen. Let's take a look at this. Problem versus challenge. This is like we started out talking about. We serve a never changing Savior. Somebody say amen. Amen. Isn't that good? There is peace in Christ even in times of crisis. I said, let us remind each other of this. Let us encourage each other of these truths. But if you don't practice the truth and learn the truth and speak the truth and read the truth, it's hard for you to pour out what you don't pour in, amen? You got to be pouring it in. You can't, you can't pour it out if it's not in. And God gives us so many opportunities. Man, you almost can't not find the Bible, amen? You'd have to go in, in, this, in this world here. In the United States, you'd have to really have a hard time. I mean, we got Christian bookstores, we got bookstore bookstores, which is kind of sad. You got a zillion books, and you go over to Christianity, and you got five hundred books out of a million, you know. But that's all right. All it takes is one, and the one is the Bible. Amen. God's perfect instruction for His family. Amen. Well, let's keep on going. So we serve a never changing Savior. Does that sound like good news to you? Does me. All right. See if this comes out the way I wrote it, the I think it should. We have less desperation when we have less separation. Does that make sense? It did when I wrote it down. Let me explain a little more. I said, man, you know, we, we just have less desperation when we have less separation with the Lord. When we're spending time with the Lord, when we're spending time with others and we're praying and we're, we're spending time together, we're coming together, even though the waves are coming up high and the boat's rocking, let me tell you, I'd rather be in that place with a bunch of believers in the truth of God's word than be somewhere else on highland and not know Jesus. Amen? I'd rather be right there in the middle. Now, you know what? That does not mean I'm welcoming every challenge that comes in. I'm just like anybody else and going, wow, that's tough. Wow, that's tough. But then I go back, wait a minute, my Savior never changes, right? Yeah, but last week you said this, and last week you did that, and, and, and blah, 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 and the devil's trying to tell all the things that you missed the mark on. But God said, you know what, I never change, and I bought you the day that I gave it all on the cross, and when you received it, I took it all. On Tuesday nights, we, sometimes we watch some films and then do the Bible study after that, and there was a particular film we were watching about uh the Passover stuff and that last cup and there's nothing left it's all taken care of he said it's finished right it's finished but why do we put the yeah buts on it he didn't say that he said it is finished remember that we serve a God that says it's finished that means it's finished for you it's finished for me it's finished for her it's finished for him amen he's done the perfect work let's receive it and keep on walking amen so how do we do that we gotta have more him and less of us wow that's a tough one sometimes Anybody likes a me? I don't mean me, self, right? We get selfish, right? It's easy. We want to lean into the easy stuff, the feel-good stuff, all those things, right? But God said, wait a minute. It's about me. Lord, help us to make it about Him every day. Amen? So take a look. Take a look at this. It's all about choosing your view. Man, I said, we may not be able to pick and choose our problems, but we have the choice on how we view them. That's a good thing to write down. going will say it again. We might not be able to pick and choose our problems, but we have the choice on how we view them. So today I pray that we seek the Lord in these challenging times so that our desperation will turn to restoration. We see that. That's our next slide. Everybody doing good? All right. So we're moving from desperation to respiration. Got a little bit I want to share with you here. You still got your Bibles open, we're going to be flipping through a little bit. We're going to be over in Colossians 1 19 and 20. It says, For God in all his, his fullness was pleased to live in Christ. And through him, God reconciled everything to himself. He made peace with everything in heaven and on earth by means of Christ's blood on the cross. Man, we'll just run through that and go, oh, I know that, yeah. Do you really know that? Do you really know that right here? I said, see, understanding our, our restoration in Christ helps motivate us and move us into the promises of God that He's bought for us. I said, knowing this brings peace and comfort that produces a grateful heart and cultivates compassion for others, amen? Do you know somebody that needs a little bit of encouragement? Do you know somebody that needs a little bit of loving on them? A little bit of prayer time? Matter of fact, you can probably find that person right in the, in the mirror every now and then, Amen? Be kind to yourself, but let it come through the Lord into you, in you, through you, to others. Amen. Over and over time, we just, I, I think this, I was, I was looking at this and I said, you know what? When I was praying last night, this is what came to my heart. I was like, Lord, how do I get this point across? And this is what he said. People don't realize how big their salvation is. What do you mean? You know, how do you realize how big that is? See, a lot of times you'll, well. I gave my life to the Lord, and I'm not going to hell. That's a pretty good deal. But how about I gave my life to the Lord, and He'll never leave me or forsake me? How about that He's looking over me, that He protects me? How about He's going to guide my steps? How about that? How about He's going to use my life as, as, as disjointed as it is when I submit my life to His Lordship to make a difference? Come on, now. Think about that. That's a big deal. And that's just scratching the surface. You know? Is God still in the healing business? Yes. Is His promises good for His children? Yes. Does He love you unconditionally? You got to say that loud. Does He? Un- yes. See, a lot of time we, we hesitate. Do you realize that the blood of Christ has made you perfect? We want to talk about it in a minute. And set you in God's family, sealed you with His Spirit. Amen. Right? Think about that now. Forever. 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 That's a long time. Let's keep on working through this thing, alright? Oh my goodness. We got to know how big... God is. And you know what? We might not ever get it in this being right here on the side of heaven, but every day we fill up on, we see more of His grace and His mercy and His goodness and His kindness, right? Over and over, even in the desperation, even in the desperate situations, I believe that if we look up a little bit higher, God will reveal Himself to us through the storm. Do you believe that? Amen. Absolutely. Let's keep on going. Oh, y'all ready to shout? Yes! Thanks, Jeff. There you go. I might get cue cards out here. Y'all do it. Take a look at 21. It says, This includes you who were once far away from God. Anybody? Was that anybody? Jeff, put your hand up. That's <laughs> his teacher. I can say that, Jeff, and me and Jeff hung out a lot. And he points back at me. You're right. I want you to see that. Amen. This includes you who were once far away from God. You were his enemies, separated from him by your evil thoughts and actions. Yet now he has reconciled you to himself through the death of, the, of Christ in the physical body, as a result, he has brought you into his own presence and you are holy and blameless as you stand before him without a single fault. Come on, man. If, you know what? Take that and put that under your pillow. You know, cut that out and put it on the milk jug in the morning. Put it up there when you're shaving. The shaving, whatever. <laughs> High, low, wherever you want to put it. Remember that. Remember that right there. Man. I was looking at this thing. I said, go back and preach through that. Okay, I will. So, look at this. You know why I got the yellow in there. That really stood out to me. This includes you. Say, this includes me. This includes me. Amen. All right. Who were once far away from God. You were his enemies separated from him by your evil thoughts and actions. Yet, now he has reconciled who? Yeah, I like that. Me, us, right? To who? Himself. Through the death of Christ in his physical body. He did it. Who's it all about? Jesus. Amen. Who'd he do it for? Anybody to claim the promise? Right? Let's keep on going. As a result, he has brought me, you got it, into his own presence. And I am holy and blameless, right? As I stand before him without a single fault. If we realize that, how would our life reflect him? You'll say, I see some people that believe that or say that and then they live like this and live like this. You know what? I'm talking about getting this in your heart. You want me? I'm talking about getting this. I'll tell them too if they want to call back. Right? I'm talking about getting this in our heart so we understand who we are in Christ. I'm talking about, you know what? That God loves us so much that he gave his only begotten son. Amen? That's just amazing stuff, man. And we pass over it. So listen to this statement here. Y'all ready? Here we go. Believing in this statement takes us from a problem to a challenge to victory. You see those stages right there? From a problem. Change our view and our lens to a challenge to victory. Amen. Good deal. Absolutely. You say, well, you know, what happens if it doesn't turn out like I want? Things don't always turn out like we want. Amen. Sometimes it's a good thing it doesn't. And sometimes we don't understand that this side of heaven. Amen. Okay, We sometimes we just don't understand. But I said, you know what? When we got the peace of God and we're in the presence of God, we still have the opportunity to walk in the peace and the love and joy along the way as we come to see that, amen? It doesn't always happen as fast as we want. It doesn't always just change the minute we want, amen? The job doesn't come. The raise doesn't come. The, the, whatever the deal is doesn't always come in that time frame. But sometimes God's working things in us so that we'll let loose of the world and open our heart. And come in and walk with him. Amen. Let's take a look at this. I said, believing in this statement, I know I said it before, takes us from a problem to a challenge, to victory. We need to come from our desperation into the realization of our restoration. Does that make sense? Then we can walk into celebration. Anybody ready for some celebration? Yeah. All right. This time did a good job with that slide there. Celebration Jesus. Right. that's why I play guitar. I let them sing. Look at this here. I said, Christ has broken the bondage of sin over our lives. Celebrate and praise the Lord. I said, don't let others rob you joy. You ever been around some folks that they just, man, doom and gloom, they just suck the life out of you, man. And you try to pour in and you come back three months later in the same place and you try to pour in and you're still talking about the same thing. And you said, did you apply any of the things that, that we talked about? Well, I uh, started to, are you, you know, no. On the journey, if you're trying to get from my house to the Richmond Coliseum, if you keep pulling off the road and backing up and pulling off the road and backing up and pulling off the road and backing up, got a little saucer thing going on there. Pulling up the road and backing up, you're not going to get there. But if you keep the course, if you just keep trucking, if you just keep pressing in. Sometimes, you know, what? I talk to people when they get married and stuff, and they say, you know, you know, a lot of times people think it's 50-50. no. Anybody been here married 20 years? Raise your hand. Alright? Is it 50-50? Sometimes it's 99-1, isn't it? Right? Amen. Amen. Anybody been married 30 years? Almost. Almost. Hey, I will go with that. Do I hear 40? 40, 40 Somebody like 40, 40, 40, 40 years, Got 40, 45 years, 45 years, this time 45 years. Miss Madden would have stole the show on that one, man. I think what'd say? 63, 64 years? Yeah. And I remember one thing, when I was talking to your grandparents, Grace, she says, I said, it's just been easy. She said, oh, Lord, no. <laughs> she, she said, no, but we made it. You know, we're making it. She said, but she said something I thought was good. She said, not only that, she said, we grew up with our children. I thought that was awesome. I mean, she was real enough to say, you know, hey, it's not always a picnic, but love keeps trucking. Amen. You know, she's saying, you know, hey, it's not like we had it all figured out. We just grew up with our kids. We just loved them, and we made the course correction, and we kept on going, man. Was it 63, 64? 63 years. It's amazing, man. Isn't that something? God's good, isn't he? So take a look at that, man. It's, it's, it's always pulling together. Now let's get back to this. I said, you know, sometimes we just don't realize who we are in Christ. And I say that a lot. We preach on that a lot because I want us to know. I said, God knows you better than you know yourself. I said, we need to remember that. We need to remember what he says about us. I said, in this way, we, we are not to be tempted to buy the lie of the enemy. You are a perfect work of Christ. That's hard to digest sometimes. It's hard to digest and look in the mirror and know what you've done, the things you didn't do. Because you know what? God says says this, right? He's so perfect. He says, if you know what to do, that's right, and you don't do it, that's sin. Wow, that tightens it up a little bit. See, a lot of times we go, well, I don't want to get involved. Amen? And just keep on walking. So God says, you know, if you know what to do and you don't do, that's sin too. I'm glad they're under grace. Amen? Because God's not turning around saying, oh, you missed that, you missed that, you missed this, you missed this, you missed this. He said, you're covered by the blood. Woo! Does he say, okay, anything goes. Just No, he loves us. And he wants us to choose right. And he wants us to to, to walk in his fullness. And, And he wants us to walk in his ways. But sometimes we stumble. Amen? Sometimes we stumble. Sometimes we fall hard. But I'm going to tell you what. God will pick you back up. God will pick you back up. Do you hear it? God will pick you back up. If you don't take anything away out of anything else today, remember God will pick you back up. And he doesn't pick you back up to knock you down. He picks you back up to mold you into Jesus a little more. To walk with you a little more. To love you a little deeper. To help you a little further along. Amen? That's what I'm counting on. That's all I got, But it's more than enough. He's more than enough. Let's keep on rolling here. We have another scripture for you. Colossians chapter 2 verse 8. Let's work through that a little bit. Hmm. Don't let anyone capture you with empty philosophies and high-sounding nonsense that come from human thinking and from the spiritual powers of this world rather than from Christ. For in Christ there is all the fullness of God in a human body, so you also are complete through your union with Christ, who is the head over every ruler and authority. Hmm. Do you get that connection? Do you see where you're at in the family tree? You are complete, lacking nothing in Christ, who is the head over every, every... Ruler in authority. Got time for a word story, a picture story? Going to Mom's Wednesday, right? Riding over at lunch. I'm within a block, a good-sized block of my mom's house. I'm going down this way. I'm going to get a pizza. I'm going to go down this way. I'm going to go back to Mom's, right? So big block. I'm riding, going across Grimes and Andrews. Right in that curve, man. Right in that curve. Nobody stays in that curve. If you live there, you turn. You know what I'm talking about. You turn. And there's a guy. And, and I know that he's living off the street. I feel pretty sure that I've done some street ministry. And, and he had a knapsack. And he had a little uh, cart. And I, I believe everything the man owned was in that cart. And he was sitting there. Just. And I, I just saw him at the last minute. I went like, my goodness. Didn't know God was setting me up for this message. I'd already been working on this message. He said, I'm going to show you this real life. That's one corner. I go down. Pull in the shopping center. I'm there a few minutes before 11. Got to get that hot and ready pizza right for mama. I'm ready. I'm going to, to uh, Little Caesars. I get there, and the door's not open. I see the young man back there. He's like, God, nothing but smile. I say, man, that's a happy dude. And he comes up, and he's trying to get the door open. And I notice he's having a little problem. You know why? Because he's got some stuff going on with his hands. He can't. His hands are bent like this. But that smile's amazing. And he's trying to just... All he wants, all he needs to do is... And he's working on that, and he's working on that, and, and, and I'm trying to help him, but I'm probably complicating it because I'm pulling it and everything. And he gets in, morning, sir, how you doing? Treat me like I was a million. but I said, man, you're doing a great job. Whew, thank you. I said, you ready for a big day? I'm ready for a big day, sir. What can I give for you? Right? Has a little tough time walking, never slowed him down. Had a little tough time grabbing and manipulating things on the cash register, never slowed him down. I just followed that. I leave, I go down, and I have to make a U-turn to come back to my mother's house. By the bus stop down there, there's a big lamppost, and a guy's sitting like this. And I go, that guy only has one leg. You know what he's doing? Waving. How you doing? Doing all right. I go to mom's. This Guy's just throwing them seeds in the back of my mind and going, wow, wow. I leave moms and I get down. So now got one corner down here. Got a, a corner down here. And a guy's homeless. Come up here. Got a guy that's just living life and smiling and working through the situation. Got a man down here missing a leg, smiling and waving like he's running for president. And then I leave. And there's a girl with high heels on, fishnet style. Looked like that she was on Lion Country Safari. Had this thing wrapped around like tiger skin pants. Hair completely shaved, and I'm not stereotyping, I'm just telling you what to do. Hair straight up pink and orange like that. She's walking. In the middle of the street. So I'm kind of going around. I don't want to beat the horn, but she's got that phone going. And when I go by, and she ain't happy? I was like, man, I'm glad she ain't calling me. So what does that have to do with the message? When I got back, I started putting a few things together. I said, I'm going to try to read out my thoughts the best I can here. I said, the first person, look how this fits into your handout. The first person seemed to be in desperation. He was overwhelmed. The second seemed to be believing out of the restoration and the opportunity and the challenge. The boy to store. The third was from the view of celebration, amen. And I said in the fourth, I said, the one who seemed to have no physical difficulty was surely expressing some internal despair and anger, amen at least in that particular. And I said, so what? what?" I was like, wow, that fits right into the message. And so my takeaway is this. I said, each person had been dealt a hand in life. I said, some of the cards we pick, some we don't. But each have a choice on how we play them. I said, in every situation, we have one powerful common denominator. Do you know what it is? Choice. I want you to hear that. Every one of them had a choice. And I just caught him in a snapshot of what's going on. But I tell you what, the two guys that were going from the challenge and the celebration mode sure looked like they were having a whole lot better day. And I can tell you, I'm sure this was some probably tough days. Trying to do everyday stuff that everybody else takes for granted. Opening a door, popping a lock, doing this. He never let it get him down. He was all about the challenge. He was all about coming through the other side. See, I want to tell you from that story. I don't know where you're at in those situations. And it may change from day to day, week to week, and things like that. But you've got a choice and I've got a choice. And that's to look at it through the lens of the Lord. You know, a lot of times we say, I just don't want a challenge. Well, you know, life's going to give you a challenge. you got a challenge to get up and go to work. you got a challenge to, to, to love one another. you got a challenge to forgive one another. Oh, and you've got a challenge to forgive yourself. Amen? Cause that's kind of tough sometimes too, isn't it? But you know what? God will help you as you make the choice, with the backdrop of the cross being with God. You does that make sense? If we're looking to the Lord and we're listening to the Lord, then He's going to help. Did I say it was easy? No. Don't say it's always easy, but it's always going to be best. And that's the hard part because I know I want what I want, but it's not always what God wants. So you know what? God is, is big enough to love us through it. Never leave us and keep us walking. Amen. Did we get all of that down here? I think we did. I was looking at a few more things here I want to talk to you about. I said, you know, really the bottom line is how will, your, how will your choice play out? I said, will you trust God? Will you see life's hurt as a challenge to overcome? Will you rejoice in, in your holiness and restoration? Will you celebrate in your life in Christ or will you spend time in crisis? I said, we may not have control on what happens in our life. But you do have a choice. How you will live it out. So the question is this. How will you respond. When the hurt hits. That's the message. That's the message. And I said you know I pray. It's from a platform of God's love and truth. So that we walk out of that. I, I want to read this again. I right? I'm, I'm going to start. I going to read this again. I want you to insert yourself in the story. Don't let anyone capture you. With empty philosophy and high sound and nonsense that comes from human thinking. Let's just stop there. I work with people and, and talk to people, and they say, oh yeah, I believe, and they go, but I think this, I think that, and I think this, and I think that, and I think, and I said, so so, where's that in the Bible? Well, I, I don't know. I, that's just what I think. Well, I think you're wrong. And the reason I say that is, and I'm not being confrontational, I just, a lot of times I say, if I'm talking to somebody and we really have a discussion or something like this, I say, you know, I really appreciate you being so honest about the way you feel because it helps me minister to people and it helps me understand where you're coming from. And what happens is then they start talking about it. More. You know, they'll say, "Well, I, I don't think you know all the Bible is the inspired word of God." I said, "Well, I got a problem with that because then how do you know which part is? Because the Word says it is. See, so you got to settle that God's Word is the truth, and then you move from there. Amen. But see, a lot of times we like to pick and choose. It's not a pick and choose gospel. It's all in. He gave it all for you. Amen. Aren't you glad that there's only one way to heaven? It's through Jesus Christ. Aren't you glad that he fully forgives you? Amen. Amen. Let's keep on going. Where do we stop at? Um, that come from human thinking and from uh, the spiritual powers of this world rather than from Christ. See, in that situation, this is what I think. You know, I want to know what God says. I want to get his word on it. Amen. Because that's it. He's the author and finisher of our, of our faith. He's the one who said, I got you. I'm going to walk with you. No matter what it looks like. Ready for this now? For in Christ lives all the fullness of God in a human body. Look at this here. So you also are complete through your union with Christ. What is our union with Christ? Our faith in the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Locking up with that in faith. Lord, come into my life. Forgive me of my sin. I need you today. I'm trusting you right now. And what does he say? He says, you know what? You are complete. Sometimes we feel undone. Sometimes we feel a little raveled. Hey, I do. Sometimes, man, it's, what am I going to do? What's happening? What's all? I got to go back and look at this. I said, wait a minute. God loves me. He's not going to leave me. He said this. And the devil goes, yeah, but what about? God didn't say, what about nothing? He said, you also are complete through your union with Christ, who is the head over every ruler and authority. Amen. Somebody ought to be out there dancing after that. Because you know what? That's what God has done for us. And I just want to bring this home on this last slide and just to reiterate some of the things that we got here today. What do we do when the hurt hits? How about we read this together, all right? Here we go. Those who live in the shelter of the Most High will find rest in the shadow of the Almighty. This I declare about the Lord. He alone is my refuge, my place of safety. He is my God, and I will trust Him. Let me ask you a question. You see this last thing here? This I declare about the Lord. Do you declare that about the Lord in your life? If you don't, let's do it right now. He alone is my refuge, my place of safety. He is my God, and I trust Him. Grab hold of that, man. Write it down. Put it on, put it wherever, I don't know. Tape it to your bedpost. Put it beside your mirror. Put it on the milk cart. I don't care. Think about that. Make that decision and hold to it. Because God's just that good, amen? So I pray today that we live in the shelter of the Most High God, amen? Not just pass through. Not just call on when things are bad. That we live there. We walk there. We stay there. We live. What does live? We dwell. That's where we're at. That's where we're at, amen? And that we find rest in the shadow of the Almighty. And that we declare without hesitation that He is our refuge. Our place of safety he is that He is our God and we will trust Him. Got some homework for you this week, all right? Ready? A little challenge. We said for a problem to the challenge. Here's a challenge. I want all of us to read Psalm 91. I think it's only like 16 verses. Read that. Insert yourself into the story and see, well, God's protection is available for you. Amen? Speak that. Read it out loud. Read it over. Read it to your kids. Read it to your boyfriend, girlfriend, whoever. Read it and receive it, amen? Because I want to tell you, what God's got for you is better than anything else anybody could ever give you, amen? But however, we have the privilege as his children to be that container of faith to go to other people, to share the good word, to encourage people, to love people, forgive people, start again. Anybody like fresh starts? Usually, when I say to everybody, up your hands, come up. Are you ready for a fresh start today? I need one every day. Sometimes I need it minutely, and you And God said, okay. Okay. Today, if you're here and you want that fresh start, ask the Lord, Lord, today I need a fresh start. If you're here today and you say, you know, I'm not sure I'd go to heaven. Well, I'm going to help you with that. God's already made a way. He's already provided a way. He's not coming back to redo it. It's all paid for. He gave his life on the cross to pay for our sin debt in full. And he rose and conquered the grave so that you and you and you and you and you and him and her and everybody who calls upon the name of the Lord will be saved. Is that you today? If that's you today, I want you to just, from where you're at with your heart, say, Lord, come into my life. Forgive me today of my sin. I believe you're the Son of God. Today I put my faith and trust in you. I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. I don't know about all the stuff in the Bible, but I believe that you're the Son of God who came to take away the sin of the world. Today, forgive me. Trust me. Let me trust you, Lord. And I'm going to, get to keep trusting in what you've done. Amen. If that's you today, don't leave here today without telling somebody. You know what? I prayed that prayer. If you're here today and you say, man, it's been a rough week. It's been a rough day. It's been a rough hour. It was a rough time coming to, coming to, to church today. But you made it. And there's something here for you. Amen. How many are glad that they made it today? Are you glad that you came in today? Because I believe God has something for you. Every time we open the word. I'm going to give you this too. Every time that you open the word of God, expect to hear from God come expecting. When you come in, you expect me to preach, right? I just go in there and say, no, we just going to watch, we're just going to, I'll do a little soft shoot. That's not going to do anything for you. But you know what we come expecting to hear from God? God's going to meet us right there in our faith. And He's going to reveal Himself to us. And I pray today that something that was said somewhere, God spoke to your heart. Not a buddy thing, a God thing. And that's my prayer today. So when The hurt hits. You can grab a hold of these buoys of faith and swim ashore. And guess what? He's the stiller of the storm. He's the one that will never leave you or forsake you. He's the one that loves you. On your worst day, he sees the best in you. Amen. Does that sound like a good deal? It's the best deal going. It's the only deal going. And it's salvation in Jesus Christ. Let us pray. Father God, I thank you today for your word. I thank you for your salvation. Lord, may today be a day that we see how big your love is for us, that your salvation is for us. If there's somebody here today, I ask you, just raise your hand. You know what, buddy? I pray that today. That I ask the Lord to come into my life. I believe that today. Amen. If you're here today and you say, you know what? Uh, today is a day that I just need to, I just, need to, to, to just, just call on the name of the Lord, man. Today's your day. You know what? Don't think you're going to get good enough, perfect enough, or anything else. He takes you right where you are. And I want to tell you, I don't know who it's for. I'm probably for me first. When you miss it, call in the name of Jesus and keep going. God will put people in your life. God will put verses in your heart. He will put words in your mouth to speak to those that need to know. But you know what? You need to know it first. You need to know that you're secure in Christ. I pray today that everyone that is in the sound of this voice that will be listening later on online, maybe weeks and months later on down the line, I don't know what it is, but I pray, Lord, that you take the words today and not not just my words, that they are your words. Hide me behind the cross. Lord, anoint this message to change lives, to transform hearts, to just release your anointing on us. Lord, today, your favor and your grace, your mercy and your healing and your forgiveness in Jesus' name. I thank you so much for what you're doing. You are a mighty God, Lord. You're amazing. Your grace is truly amazing. And your love and mercy never stop for your children. In Jesus' name. Amen. Everybody said, praise the Lord. Give them a hand clap. Woo! God is good.